Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in Radioland. This is Those Muckrakers coming to you live once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. And I'm Pete. And this is episode 107. And it has been a hot minute since we had one of these last, hasn't it, Pete? Did we really quit at 106? We're like, we made it over 100. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, the the goal that I had laser-focused in my mind for two years was hitting 100 episodes. So the second we hit that, I was like, okay, we won. That's fair. We won, um, and America lost. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, we, we took time off because it just became too stressful, too. You can't make the news about anything except uh, Trump. Like, there's no way to do, a, like, a political thing and not be like, hey, this is what's happening right now. Yeah, it would have literally just been, well, here's how Trump fucked up the pandemic today. And then we would have talked about all the dead bodies. Like, seriously. Okay, so his super spreader rallies right now are directly responsible for 30,000 infected and 700 dead Americans. That's like just with his recent in the last couple weeks rallies alone, he's killed a third of the Americans that Osama bin Laden killed. And like, he just derps on ahead. Um, I will say Osama bin Laden, as far as like just looks goes, looked a lot better, I think, than Trump does. Yeah, he was a lot healthier of individual. Well, he was also on dialysis, I think, so I don't know about healthier, but he was anyway. He, he looked healthier than Trump, but that's a low bar. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty low bar. Um, so I'm looking at the polls right now, and uh, I hate them. <laughs> because it shows Biden so far ahead? Yeah, I'm having flashbacks of, like, last election when they were like, a Hillary so far ahead, there's no way that a Hillary's ever gonna, ever gonna uh, lose. Oh it, my god, Hillary if lost. Look, if, you, uh, if you look at the blue wall from back then, you would notice something terrifying, and that's that they only polled it, like, every few days. So the polls are, like, very, very jagged for, like, uh, Michigan and Wisconsin and all those places where Trump swept in and won. And he won by a teeny tiny margin and just, like the suburbs and stuff like these little tiny slits of areas where it was super close one way or the other. And that's where the Russians like hammered these people with um, anti Hillary ads and pro Trump ads to try and suppress enough of the vote and or depress enough of the vote rather to um, have Trump just eke out a victory through the electoral college. So they're very clever in setting things up just right so that Hillary would get more votes, but Trump would still get the win. Right. Um, but yeah, so I haven't, you know, they've just been they been pushing the polls, pushing the polls, and like, oh, Biden's so far ahead. And I'm like, shut up. And like, not going to help. And now they're going, uh, they're going, uh, all these articles are going, Trump's going to win. You know why? Because of the shy, quiet Trump voter. Basically, they're uh-huh. doing that silent majority bullshit. Yeah, I mean, Trump's always been, you know, in charge of the uh, extremely vocal minority. Like... Uh, there's all kinds of reasons why the GOP is the ruling minority right now, including things like California only has two Senate representatives for their gargantuan state. They should have way more members in the Senate. Well, and... everyone has everyone has two senators. I know, I know, but that just that's, seems ridiculous. Well, that that's, well, that's that's the way they. So the reason they designed it like that, a bicameral legislature, was so that like people wouldn't just go campaign in like California and Texas. And then tell the rest of the country to go fuck itself. Like I, they already do that, though. They already do that. They just campaign in like Florida and Ohio, and you know the the handful of swing states. Now this time around, there's ten swing states, but yeah. they're still so- telling the rest of the country well, to go fuck itself. But the problem is, like, if you got rid of this, if the Senate didn't give everybody an equal, like, you know, two senators per state, uh, then the problem would be that like smaller smaller states, um, 
you know, with smaller populations would have absolutely, like, no say in anything at all. Yeah, well, they can get more citizens. They can stop being such a shitty state. You know, like, maybe pull themselves up by their bootstrap and stop being so pathetic. Well, this was the only way that our founding fathers could get everybody to agree to the Constitution, um, by the way, because, like, small states were like, I'll be ruined! <laughs> There's not enough room to fit more people in Connecticut! If only Hamilton had just written a few more Federalist papers, he could have, like, convinced them to, you know, accept a better Constitution. Just saying. I mean, I think he did a pretty good job, but yeah, that's... I'm putting it all what, in Hamilton. That's one of my problem with the Electoral College is, is not that... I don't think it should be gotten rid of. Uh, I think it should just be, be kind of uh, fixed. Blow it up. Get them out of there. Just <laughs> blow up the, 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 the Electoral College itself. Like, just get rid of it. Uh, one man, one vote. I think that's how, well, one human, one vote, I guess. I will argue That should this, be how it goes. I will argue this, though, in favor of getting rid of the Electoral College. The reason it was designed... There, the, so the, the founding fathers had this crazy idea that, like, you know, legislatures, uh, legislators, you know, the people that, like, say yes or no on the candidate, that, like, you know, give the state its points... They assumed that they would be a little bit better educated than the populace, and like they would make better, de- <laughs> yeah, exactly. That they would make better decisions, right? So that it's right. not all just in the hands of an unwashed mass of people that might just vote for any populist asshole. But what do we do? We got a populist asshole. So yeah, it really yeah. doesn't serve its it doesn't serve its point. The electoral college, right? Like they should have looked at Trump and thought, well, this would be fucking horrific for the country, and not appointed him. Just go ahead and be like, you know, what, America, y'all are dumb as hell. Hillary, you're the winner. And then just, what is it? We're up to a quarter million people dead now because of Trump's inept handling of the pandemic? Yeah, that's a quarter million American lives could have been saved if they had just given Hillary the win. You know what? That's like the debates, you know. The first one was fun because, um, you know, Big Buffoon yelled. But what what occurred to me when we got to the second debate, and I didn't even finish watching it, was like, what I really want to see is I want to see this guy nailed down. But as uh, as they say, he's slicker than a bucket of eel snot. Like, you just, he's so slimy, you just can't hold on to him. He's got infinite excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, the guy, he has no shame. He doesn't feel shame, so he's more than willing to just shout down everyone else in the room. He's the loudest I, guy there, and... Um, I mean, I, I see this as a teacher. Sometimes you run into students, uh, uh, and they're not doing well in class, or there's something wrong, and so you you kind of like lay out these are the facts, and this is what you did, and they just it's excuses all the way down to the point where you go, mm-hmm. okay, well the point remains, you didn't do the thing. I don't care what else you what other rabbits you pull out of your hat. That's what this guy. He's that student that's not president. Uh-huh. He's just like pulling all the things Nuh-uh. out of his. Out of Joe his Biden hat. Yeah. did it. Yeah, Joe Biden ate my homework. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck yep. off, dude. It's Hunter Biden's laptop. He's the one that's responsible for the pandemic. He did it all, not me. It's, it's the upsetting. China virus, and I <laughs> since, put the ban in place. Since the last time we podcasted, so many things have happened. Uh, Ruth mm-hmm. Bader Ginsburg fucking finally died, and then they we... rammed through another uh, Supreme Court uh, nominee yep. who apparently is going to undo abortion and gay rights and fucking send black people back to the fucking 1800s. Like We said before, whenever they nominated Kavanaugh, that we can just expand the Supreme Court from 9 to 11 members, but now we've got to expand it all the way to 13 members for the Dems to have a majority again, it's a, which they could do, which they could still do. And it looks can, like they are going to do as long as they have the Senate majority. And here's what I think they should do. Expand it to 13, or let's say 11. That way people won't bitch so much. And then blow up the filibuster so you'll never be able to pass a SCOTUS with the a simple mind a simple majority again make it required to have a two-thirds majority so people actually have to uh, you know 
present someone reasonable. Right. And what I don't understand also, and this is what blows me about the Senate, why the hell doesn't the Supreme Court nomination have to pass the House and the Senate? That's a good question. That's crazy to me. So, like, I know that, like, there's a lot of, you know, ins and outs of government, but, like, it blows my mind that only the Senate votes on it. I go, this should go through, like, this should have to go through all three branches. Like, this should have to, and then the other justices should also vote. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, but also the other, the bigger problem is, uh, and this, I think this is a Republican talking point that I actually agree with, strangely enough. The Supreme Court should not be where all of our battles are fought. That's true. Like, it's insane that everything keeps ending up there, but they just keep tossing it to them because no one wants to admit defeat. And also, yeah. a lot of what they're doing is, especially the Republicans, is just made-up bullshit. It's just a bunch of malarkey, as hopefully the next president uh, would say. It's malar- And so they want to stretch out whatever they're talking about to the nth degree. They don't want to just let things die, so they just keep pushing it. And it's a bullshit thing that's never going to pass, so they just keep kicking it down the line until it well, finally arrives keep, at the SCOTUS. They, they keep coming up with more and more yeah, outlandish stuff like, I think Mexicans should be illegal. <laughs> well, all right, I guess uh, that's going to the Supreme Court, because that's definitely not constitutional. Yeah, and then their their answer to that is not maybe we need more reasonable legislation. They go, well, we need some Supreme Court justices that will make Mexicans illegal. No, that's the opposite way you should be going. Make Mexicans illegal again, folks. And many people are saying, but oh, the fake news—they won't cover it. All I want in government is I want a Congress that none of us are happy about, but like we'll all just accept. You know what I mean? Like, just. Some super moderate, like, milk toast people that, like, we all get, like, one thing we want, but then, like, we don't get nearly everything we want, but we're all just, like, whatever, you know? Like, the way people ignored Congress in the 90s uh, were people that watched C-SPAN, you know what I mean? Right. Like, if somebody came up to you in a bar and was just like, the Secretary of Agriculture is bullshit! You'd be like, whoa, man, fucking just have a drink. Well, let's stop talking about politics. <laughs> Those were those were the days. Like back whenever, not everyone could even tell you who the vice president was, let alone who the you know the secretary of uh, housing is, who the secretary of education is. Nowadays, we know those things, and that's a problem. I think like it's not a good thing whenever you have such detailed knowledge of who everyone in government is, and you know them all because they're each like fucking over some specific part of your yeah, life directly. I still say, how come I know? who the HUDs, the, the Housing and Urban, Urban Development Secretary is. Why is it I know who I, he is? I know who he is, and I have was. an impression of him, right? And, like, yeah. Did you, as a kid, did you ever go, man, I can't wait till I grow up and I have an impression of the HUD Secretary? That's going to be great. Right? No. Like, I, t- I barely knew who the president was back then. As as my parent, is it is it Bill Clinton? And I only remember that it was Bill Clinton president because of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I was a big fan of that show. And I'm like, he has the same name. And so I knew who the president was. But this is the we were living it. in the we were living in the equivalent of if I if I started going out and doing stand up again, and like I did like a, just a tight set on the Smoot Hawley tariffs of like the 1920s, and it right. killed and got me an HBO deal. You know, <laughs> you'd be like, what the fucking what? Like, um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I I, I don't want to make America great again. I want to make politics boring again. Yep. Though I will say that after four years of Trump, I think that we deserve the pendulum to swing like hard back in the other direction. Just for, let's say, four years, and let's give us everything that we want, such as, you know, health care, free education, which I'll get to education in a second, uh, such as, you know, 
uh, immigration reform, all that stuff, which would trigger the fuck out of the conservatives. But you know what? It would still be good for them because they would get to share in free education, free uh, health care, yeah. free um, universal basic income. I just love income. the idea of so I just it's love still, the idea of a super a super pro Trumper in like free grad school just being like, God damn, Joe Biden, it's fucking bullshit. I gotta I gotta come to college for free and get my master's in electrical engineering for free with a guaranteed job. This is some fucking bullshit, I tell you. Fucking Mexicans. So I like meanwhile, yeah. So and now I no longer actually benefit from a free education because I'm uh like I think one more payment away from being done with my student loans. Nice. Like this this month right here that we're in right now at the end of it whenever I do uh, that final payment I'm done it's all over. I benefited from free education because I got into a master's program uh, that got me my degree and got me into teaching. Had it not been for that master's degree, I'd still be pushing a broom somewhere, fucking contemplating suicide. Yep, tell me about it. The old the old broom suicide. That's where yeah. most of America is right now, especially with uh, unemployment. I think it just fell under eight percent again, actually, but it wasn't like twenty percent at the height of the pandemic. Yeah, um, you, so you ever had a job where you just think about putting your head in the mop bucket and just breathing real deep? You know, uh, it's like uh, that one game. Uh, what became of Emily? Something another where uh, one of her brothers just worked at a factory where he cut fish all day, and then finally he's just like fuck it, and he put his head in the slicer and cut his own head off. That's a graphic yeah. way to go, but, like, it's quick. It's better than working at Macy's, I'm just saying. Yep. <laughs> but we didn't even have a fish slicer. <laughs> you still found one. Like, the, the paper slicer or something, it'll get the job done. Might take, it's like, it's all dull and shit, so you have to, like, try a few times, but you'll get through it. But, like, is thanks to the pandemic that I do get my loans paid off, though. Speaking of suicide, thanks to the, the pandemic, it, um all my loans went under clemency for the last eight months, which means yeah. that they don't accrue interest and I don't actually have to pay them, but I kept doing it anyway. So yes. coming out of it, like there's no loan left. It's wonderful. I've paid the it off like loans, a year early because of that. At the very least, they should get rid of interest on educational loans. If you're not going to do loan forgiveness, then you should say that you're not allowed to charge any interest on any educational loans from here on out. Uh, because at least that way people will be able to get them paid back. The problem is yeah. the fucking interest. Mm -hmm. I mean, loans are actually set up so that you front load all the interest and then only near the end you actually pay on the principal. So yeah. in the beginning you're paying like 99% interest, 1% principal, and that way they can drag out how long it takes you to pay the loan to the nth degree. It's yep. set up like that intentionally. Like I've, you know, I've had finance classes before. That's how they set it up by design. Um, so... So right now, uh, I was looking at the polls, and I made them go away because it was annoying me, but it was showing, like, Biden ahead in certain states and which states Trump is ahead in. I'm just going to go ahead and say, man, what happened to Ohio? I don't know, but I love that uh, my vote actually matters this time around. Like, as a Georgian, I'm so used to my vote not meaning shit, but this is a battleground state this well, time, bitches. That's crazy that Georgia, so... might, yeah, Georgia might be purple. Like, Georgia might... It's, uh, he, yeah, he might lose Georgia. Unless, um, like, he has a phenomenal turnout on election day, he's lost Georgia, so, Which yeah. is hard to tell, because, like, and I will say, the one positive out of all this fucking, this fucking shit burger of everything is the voting numbers are off the goddamn charts. Yep. They've, uh, they've encouraged people to get out and vote like never before. And I like that, like, I hope this can, I hope it doesn't, I hope we don't yeah. see, like, a fucking 90% decline next election. But, yeah, yeah like, I'm, because I'm the other, 
The other thing was they opened early voting in a bunch of states, too, which has never been done before, which is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You see what happens when you make it so people can more easily access their voting rights? Yeah, they use them. Yeah. And my fondest wish is that you know, one positive thing that might come out of the Trump administration is he might have turned a lot of uh, left-leaning individuals into lifetime voters, right? Like, they're going to look right. at this shit and be like, never again. And so for the rest of their life, they'll be going to the polls and voting blue. Um, so the problem is with all the voter disenfranchisement and, you know, the election tampering and stuff like that, usually you can do that if the turnout is not crazy high, but the higher the turnout is the, uh, and I could be wrong on this, but this is my theory. The higher the turnout is, the harder it is to steal the election. It, that is true because if people vote in such overwhelming numbers, there's no way he can suppress enough of the vote right. to, uh, to win. And that's and what it, they're trying to do. Like, Kavanaugh is so far the only member of the Supreme Court that's actively trying to undermine the integrity of the election. But he, um, Trump could still try something, like, really shitty tomorrow and right. try to steal the election that way. Well, the bigger danger is um, if it, like, if it goes, if it becomes, like, the, the Gore-Bush, you know, thing where it comes down to a very thin margin and it has to go to the Supreme Court, that's what they're counting on, and they've packed the Supreme Court to vote in their favor. That's their whole plan. Yeah, and, I mean, Trump's trying to... Um rig it by just calling it on election day sort of like if in a football game if after the first quarter your team's ahead the referee's like yep that's it game's over we win my, my favorite team wins that, that's all that's all she wrote we don't need the other quarters and that's uh, not gonna that's I, don't, I really don't think where that's would that go work. peter it would go to the supreme court and then they could just hand it to trump well no that, can't that's just, his plan that's his hope Right, but you can't just call it. Like you can't just be like, "I won." Like while they're still counting, that doesn't work. Like there's too many, there's too many election laws and stuff. Like before, mm -hmm. that's not something that goes to the Supreme Court yet because you're still counting the fucking votes. Like you can't just be like, "I call it, send it to the Supreme Court." <laughs> that's. But I mean, he doesn't know how government works so. anyway, so I'm sure True. that he thinks that yeah, that that, that it yeah, does no, work that way. That just whatever yeah, no, he tweets about happens. Yeah, but no, you can't. You can't just call it and go. But I do like that he's put a huge barrier up around the White House, like a no scalable fence, uh -huh. and he's gonna he's gonna hunker down. If anything, that's what and that's what always throws me off about his diehard supporters is they have this image of him as this this strong sort of lion of a president, and I'm like, he built a bunker around the White House to hide in on election night. Yeah, I mean, even before that, when he was gassing his own people, like, he had barbed wire up all around the White House as he hid in a bunker. The fucking even, coward. Even fucking Nixon, like, didn't hide behind a fucking bunker, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know how bad that looks on election night when you're just fucking, like, hiding behind a wall? <laughs> That's, like, a good symbol of how well he's done as a president. Like, what? What, Washington? Walmart is uh, hiding all their guns so that rioters don't, like, steal them and start shooting people. But that's the thing guess, happening right now. I guess finally, you know, build that wall. Yeah, he did get a wall built around the White House that he himself is hiding behind. Uh huh. Um, yeah, and his his supporters too. There's a lot of like threats of election intimidation. They yeah. ran a Biden a Biden Harris bus off the road in Texas. Or oh, tried to. the FBI is actually investigating all the uh, the people that ran him off the uh, the road. So there will be repercussions for that. Yeah, there should because you tried to attack a political candidate. Like mm -hmm. that's the insane part of it. It's just like. Whether your guy wins or loses, it should just be like, well, we're going to redouble our efforts to elect. You know what I mean? Not like we're going to run the fucking bus off the road and try to kill Joe Biden. Yep. Also, you know Joe Biden's not in that bus because it's not surrounded by fucking Secret Service. Yeah, that's the other thing. As a VP, he has Secret Service for life. So, so 
So yeah. yeah, if you if you're if you're trying to run a Biden Harris bus off the road, I can almost guarantee you he's not in it because if he was, you'd be riddled with bullet holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's dumb, but I think the problem is like the opposition against him because remember he wasn't popular last time he won. Yeah, um, no, he lost even, by three million votes, and he's even more unpopular this time. Um, so that's why he's trying to suppress as many votes as he possibly can, and his supporters don't even have energy for him anymore. Also, he keeps like fucking people over after his rallies; like he leaves, well, and they're just stranded in the cold yeah. for all night long. It's hilarious. The, so he doesn't he's give a shit that, about his own people. So he's done that two or three times. He has these big super spreader rallies where everybody's just sharing COVID. But like in Omaha, it was freezing out. And he was just like, hey, everybody. Okay, goodbye. Good night. And he flew away. But they didn't set the rally up to get everybody back to their cars. So it's a bunch of old people being like, I'm so cold. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna die. That's oh, the... I, I guess Trump still loves me. But oh, that's the perfect thing after a super spreader rally is you know being out in the freezing cold to lower your immune system all night, right? He did like, the same thing, and he did the same thing in Florida, but it was the opposite. It's so hot, ah! like all these people were fucking passing out. Um, <laughs> also, I think I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I don't even want to go to a concert that 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 is that packed with an act that I want to see. Why would anybody go to a packed place to see a fucking dumb politician talk? Uh, the I, only the, the only time I, I would know. brave a the only so the only way I would brave a crowd to be at a political rally for a fucking president um, would be if I got in a time machine and went back in time and like got got into the crowd to see the Gettysburg Address. That would be cool. I mean, I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll brave the shitty weather to see Lincoln give this address, but nobody else. I don't give up fuck about a politician I like i don't i can watch that from my fucking computer i don't want to fucking stand out there and be fucking cold or hot yeah like i love um warcraft and blizzard entertainment but i still buy like the virtual blizzcon ticket rather than going there in person just because then i get to sit back and actually watch the event and not watch some you know guy sweat in front of me from like yeah. a mile away from stage i went to a concert once uh to see bob dylan and it was like oh we awesome paid ex- we paid extra to stand closer to the stage Yes. Uh, and this concert was like five hours long. And so five hours of just standing there <laughs> and being like, woo, Bob Dylan. I'm like, never again. Never again. Never Fuck again. This. Fuck this shit. I, only so I, can't imagine, I can't imagine doing that for a fucking politician. Yeah, oh my God. So um, I have something that I threw together here just because we're going into election day and I'm sure that our listeners made it uh, however far we are 20 minutes into this podcast now and still aren't a hundred percent sure on who they should vote for tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, I would like is, to remind them of good. Is there really an undecided voter? Uh, is there really someone right now that going, you know, Martha, I just don't know. I can't, you know, <laughs> on one hand, you know, Joe Biden was a vice president and I like the things that he says about it. On the other hand, Trump really hates brown people and has done nothing about the coronavirus. I just don't know, honey. So uh, I put together a list of what I believe are Trump's uh, 10 greatest accomplishments. It was supposed to be like a top five greatest hits list, but then I just sort of kept going. Okay. All right. So we're, we're going to... Actually, I'm going to start at the bottom of the list because these are just sort of like yeah, start uh, the, fun. More, they're, they're more fun facts than uh, really big things. Yeah, start at the bottom, and I'll tell you uh, after each one. I'll, as, I'll pretend like I'm one of his staffers and tell you how he's winning. Okay. So uh, number one, and this is probably the uh, the weakest thing that he's done. Yeah, well, that, well hold that on, he, hold on. Number one would be number 10 because it always goes to the most important. True, true, true. So number 10. Uh, he nearly started World War Three. 
You know what? He's tough on crime. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he bombed, what's, what's his name, Soleimani? Uh, yeah, at the yeah, start yeah. of this year, that was like the first thing that was trending in 2020 was World War Three, because he felt like killing some guy because the generals gave him like a list of things. And whenever you're talking to a dumb boss, you want to give them like the obvious answer so they can pick it and feel smart, but then like an obviously wrong answer. And he picked the obviously wrong answer. Like when Bart Simpson was offered like $10,000 or an elephant, he picked the gag prize, the elephant. Well, Trump picked the gag prize and nearly killed us all. Um, yeah, nearly, but like you're, you're also looking at the, the other side is not nearly as unhinged as we are. So, um, yeah, but tough on crime. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, at the start of the year before last, I think it was. So at the start of, um, 2019 or 2018, he, uh, he shut down the government for two months for no reason whatsoever, tanking the economy and badly hurting people around the holidays. Oh yeah. I remember that. Cause he was, he wanted something to pass or no, the budget. <laughs> He wouldn't sign the budget, yeah. right? Right, because he wanted his wall. He wanted wall money. Oh yeah, he wanted. Well, he wanted the wall money for him. Like he wasn't actually going to build one the wall. billion dollars. Yeah, oh, he yeah, was like he was just going to pocket he it. He was like Doctor Evil. Yeah, he wanted like eight billion. Uh, well, as his staffer, I would just say, uh, you know what? Um, sometimes the government needs to be uh, shut down. It's like rebooting your computer because now it's stronger than ever. <laughs> Unplug it and plug it back in yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. That's all he was doing. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, he pulled out of the Paris Accord, putting the human race in further danger of extinction. Uh, you know, honestly, um, that one's on Mitch McConnell because as a large reptile, he wants the Earth to continually heat uh, so that he can enjoy it as a cold-blooded fucking animal. It's funny how we're like the only functioning government on Earth that's uh, not a part of it because there's, there's only two places on earth that's not a part of the paris accord and the other one has like no functioning government they're like in the middle of a massive civil war so they're just like they don't have leadership to join it to begin with so it's like them and us that aren't in it and the entire rest of the world first second and third world countries are all part of the paris accord that are all banding together to try and save earth trump is the only one who's like no because obama i would say and so he I pulled would, out of it i would say well he pulls out the paris accords because that shows that he's tough on french <laughs> Ah, yep. It's you so, know, it's uh, well, it's it's weird because I think I think these guys they're all old. They're hedging their bets on like climate change doesn't matter because they'll be fucking dead before it gets bad for them. I think that's all like like that's all like I can think of. Like you and I are, are unfortunately are in the middle, so we'll be old and decrepit, you know, during the like fucking post-apocalyptic, you know, like wasteland when everybody's killing each other for gasoline. We'll be in our sixties going. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I looked forward to this when I was younger. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, it would be... Oh, Peter, I tell you, this would be a blast if only I still had my young legs. Yeah. Oh, I could run. Can you imagine that? Oh, we no, got okay. arthritic knees and we're just trying to fight blood cults for fucking bread, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, it'd be the worst. Oh, well, that's what's going uh, to happen. All right. Number seven. He uh, broke the nuclear treaty with Iran, putting the human race in further uh, danger of extinction. Hey, hey, hey. Listen, man. Uh, he's just tough on life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so a, lot of, a lot of people like to defend him um, being BFFs with, uh, what's his face, Kim Jong-un? You're right. By saying, well, you know, at least now we're not having to worry about being nuked by North Korea. We, Except never, North Korea, we never had yeah, to worry never... about being nuked by North Korea. We had to worry about <laughs> them nuking... Uh, 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 China or fucking Japan or South Korea. Yeah. So, like, North Korea is not going to have nuclear capabilities for quite a while. They might. But They're closer Iran... than they were because of him. 
because of Trump, yeah. So Trump is actually helping them along. So even though people aren't afraid of it actively right now, that's mostly Fox News isn't harping about it all the time anymore. So they think that they're safe. The people that watch Fox News think that they're safer. But Iran is definitely ramping up, you know, creating nukes because they and they actually have the ability to make them and ones that can reach america so good job breaking that just because of it was something that obama did and he wanted to pull out of it which need i remind you that this advertises to the entire rest of the world that you should never make a treaty with america because they'll just go back on their end of the bargain for no reason whatsoever they're not looking at it as trump pulled out they're looking at it as america pulled out yeah. and so that damages our standing in the world badly I got to tell you, too, as a side note, because uh, I have Fox News on in the background, as I often do during this podcast. Luckily, it's silent. Um, Tucker Carlson is interviewing Christy Alley, you know, a washed-up actress who hasn't been relevant since, like, 1990. Uh-huh. Because apparently she's a Trump fan now, and she said she voted for Obama twice, and he didn't do much of anything. I just saw the little ticker at the bottom. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, Fox loves any washed-up celebrity that they can get. Yep, it's um. So if you have Fox News on mute and Janine Pirro comes on, you can still hear her, right? Just like in the distance. <laughs> That's like Hardball Chris Matthews. You can hear him on mute. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I just it's just it's like they had Scott Baio. I think remember when like Trump had some kind of thing. Uh, I mm-hmm. think they get all these old washed up celebrities. A because they can't get anybody else with a brain, but B. I think for old people, it's like um, like the member berries from South Park, where they're like, "Remember, remember Scott Bayo? Remember? Oh, I remember. I remember Christy Alley. You remember Christy Alley? <laughs> I remember Christy Alley. Yeah. Number six. Uh, Trump has told over twenty thousand unique lies in less than four years. It's crazy they lie so much that they have a counter that just tracks lies. Right. I mean, he's lied more than every other American politician, I'm pretty sure, combined at this point. And yet they still say, he tells it like it is. It's the dead opposite. He just lies his ass off nonstop. And he has no shame, so he just keeps, like, blabbing on. I would absolutely love a liar-liar style situation with a president. Wouldn't that be Mm -hmm. great? Like, if just a president for, like, for 24 hours, (laughs) the president has to tell the truth about everything. No, the goddamn pen is blue. I don't think that would bother Trump if he had to tell the truth about everything, because I don't think the no. truth or the lie matters to him. I mean, yeah, absolutely not. I don't think he can tell the difference anymore. Like, the truth is whatever he feels like it is. And he has said that before about, like, his yeah. own wealth, whenever he's trying to say that I'm worth $14 billion, folks. He also included, but, you know, it depends on uh, a number of different things, how, uh, how wealthy I am on any given day, including just how I feel that day. Also, so yeah, he's just making shit well, up. Well, the other thing too is like sometimes he has told the truth, and you just go like, "Wow, that's crazy." There's a nugget of like, you know, there's a there's a there's a nugget of like truth in there. Like the whole if you go back to the debate with him and Hillary about him not paying his taxes, because uh, yeah. I'm smart. Yeah, folks. so uh, he says so he lies, but then he'll say shit like, "Like, oh my god, he just told you he doesn't pay taxes because he's smart." So he's telling you if you pay your taxes, you're an idiot because you are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to get into taxes. I will say I don't think any of us should pay taxes. Let the government print its own money. But then there's like all kinds of economic reasons why you can't I, just do that. I just but still. I, I think it was. I can't remember. If it was Dan Cummings. There was a comedian that brought a really good point. And he was like, I think that you should have a goddamn itemized receipt during tax time. And he goes, the reason they're not because there'd probably be a lot of people that'd be real unhappy and some blood in the streets. But yeah. I just. 
I just had a thought. Uh, you know the whole universal basic income thing? Yeah. What if that existed, but it only paid for like people's taxes, and it varied based on how much taxes you owe, right? So like it'll look at someone and say, you know, you owe you know five thousand dollars in taxes, and here's your five thousand dollars, and we'll put it straight into your taxes, and you're good to go. So your taxes were all auto paid. I don't know. That's just a thought. Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely uh, that, would... that way everyone will still have money based on you know, they're on worth and what they put into the world and they're not just being given free money. But at the same time, as you make more money, you're not punished for earning more money and people well, that, that's a problem. you know, it's not punishment. It's each according to his ability. So like, it'd be like if me and Schwarzenegger went to the gym and we lifted mm-hmm. the same weights and I'm like, well, Arnold, why don't you lift heavier weights? And he'd be like, that's not fair. I'm being punished because I am stronger. Like, no, you're not being punished, dude. You just, you can lift more weight. So you can, you fucking asshole. The, uh, yeah, each according to their means is, uh, what do you call it, the Ayn Rand principle of, you know, you should be paid based on your worth, but still. No, I fucking hate uh, Ayn Rand. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Fuck her. But <laughs> she did quote her. So she railed against government assistance, but then spent her whole life on government assistance. Uh-huh. It's kind of funny, actually. She's actually kind of like a, an old-school Trumpian. I can see why they like her. Yeah, well, it, because, because Trumpism, Trumpism is, I got mine, pull the fucking ladder up behind me. Yeah, because Trump doesn't see other people winning as uh, him winning, so he doesn't care about them. He only sees uh, winners and losers, and he must always be the winner, so everyone else must necessarily be a loser. Trump is the guy in the horror movie who, like, runs into the room first and locks the door and won't let everybody else in because, you know, like, he'd rather them get eaten than risk his own life. Yeah. But then realizes that, like, there's already a monster in the room with him. Uh, I mean, so far that hasn't happened yet. Trump's been pretty fucking lucky. He'd just fall ass backwards into like a golden throne and all the, uh, the food he could have while everyone dies outside the door. Um, and then my, my big question uh, to you, and I know we went on a side tangent. When do the Senate elections come up? When are we, when are we voting on senators or is that happening right now? That's happening right now. That's happening right now. So, and we're about to hopefully flip the house blue and also Mitch McConnell might lose his seat. So that'd be wonderful. So because his, his election is right now. Also more importantly, I could give a fuck less if Trump wins or loses because if the Senate flips and uh, they keep the House, uh, Mm -hmm. hey, Mr. President, why don't you go fuck yourself because you're about to be impeached. Um, Because I I cannot imagine him serving another four years with a blue blue Senate and a blue House and then being like, yeah, sure, Trump, do whatever you want. I mean, he's already committed another federal crime just in the last couple of days because he joked about uh, Joe Biden getting shot and killed. And that's actually a felony to joke about uh, someone in government being murdered like that. Which is unfair because we, we tried very hard on this podcast to never specifically say uh, I would kill or harm an elected official, even though there were many times when we wanted to. And I do believe we implied it on a number of times, but I don't think they you, can't prove that. Yeah, I don't think you can be arrested for implying something, even though I just admitted uh, that we implied it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Who, who, who's asking? <laughs> says who? Yeah, says, says who? who? Um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, we try very hard, and yet Trump just goes around being like, and then Joe Biden, oh, wouldn't it be a sad if he was shot, or whatever he said. You know, it's it's very interesting, the fucking, uh, the stuff that, like, they use as scare tactics on the right. It's very uh-huh. interesting, you know, because... But they actually do it. Well, no, no, not even they, that. They, they do everything they accuse us of. Well, they say that, like, the le- if the left is, is, is elected, this and that will happen, and then you kind of go, well, that sounds wonderful. Oh, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we'll have access to abortions, and you'll have gay couples in your neighborhood, and they're going to give everybody a free basic income, and 
uh, uh, literacy rates will go up. And you're like, that all sounds really <laughs> good. Why are you upset about this? You'll be cold because they'll stop with the book burnings in the library. <laughs> and socialism. Okay, well, fucking yep. look where capitalism's got us, man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not opposed to trying something new. Yep. So, number five. And this is where we get into, like, the, uh, the good ones. So, starting at number five, this is the Mueller report, which I must remind people... I'm still very upset about that. Yep, I mean, hopefully something has still come of that, you realize, right? Like, they didn't bury everything completely. If I see Mueller... We still have the rest of the uh, unredacted documents to be released. If I see Mueller in public, I'm going to throw eggs at him. (laughs) That doesn't count as a threat, right? Why don't you write a 600-page report on that, you fucking asshole? (laughs) So keep in mind that during the Mueller report, many of Trump's close uh, closest personnel were arrested for conspiring with Russia to steal the election. Trump was found guilty of 11 accounts of obstruction of justice, wherein he buried evidence of himself conspiring with Russia. And Donald Trump Jr. would be in prison right now for conspiring with Russians at Trump Tower, except Mueller decided that uh, Trump Jr. was too stupid to know what he was doing, even though there's precedent that exists for the dead opposite. You know, the whole ignorance of the law is no excuse for yeah. breaking the law. I was going to say, like, that's never been, like, an excuse that helped me in my life when I got in trouble, where I was like, hey, man, I'm pretty stupid. You sure I can be convicted for this? And they were like, oh, well, you should have just told us so. You're free to go. They say Wait that, a minute. you got to prove you're stupid. Eat this crayon. They say that Trump Jr. might be eyeing a run in 2024. He's, he doesn't have the charisma of his dad. No one does. So, you know, let him try. Yeah, that's a, I said fucking, fucking try it, you stupid little weasel. Mm-hmm. I mean, his kids are also, like, even white. That's another thing that perplexes me about Trump, because everyone's saying, you know, he's such a a rock star and all that. He's a stolen wall and all that. All he does is whine. All he does is whine and bitch and complain. He just gets up there on the stage. And, okay, so remember when Jeb Bush was all like, please clap, and everyone was all like, oh, that's just the saddest thing ever. Well, Trump's up there on stage literally saying, women, please like me, okay? Suburbanite women, don't you want your husbands to go back to work? Why don't you like his, me? His brand, Why don't you his like brand me? Is, his brand is strong. That's the thing. He's the first politician that's running not as a politician, but as a brand. Yep. You know and I mean? that works so much better. You know one thing that terrifies me, and this is something I waited four years to like look up, and I looked it up and I was like, God damn it, is uh, four years ago, every single predictive thing that could possibly uh predict who would win the election was all pointing to hillary right everything that had ever successfully predicted past elections pointed to hillary winning except for one one thing one predictive factor predicted that trump was gonna win and then he did win and you know what that thing was what who which halloween mask of the politician sold the most and trump halloween masks outsold hillary's so then he won and so Four years later, remembering this, I googled, you know, is Trump mass or Joe Biden mass selling more? And uh, Trump is outselling Joe Biden like three to one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'm like, God damn it. That's interesting. I still think he's going to win. I, 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 don't, I don't want him to. And like, <laughs> I want, Go ahead. I, I desperately like want to believe all the stuff that like, there's no way he's going to win. I think he's going to win, but I'm putting my hope in the fucking Senate flipping. And I don't see the house. Ha- the house is not up for re-election right now, right? I mean... Not not enough of them, though. Yeah, so not, the not house, enough for them to flip. So the house will stay blue. So basically, if the Senate flips, and it very well might, this, man, this we is could, this is the friendliest map for uh, the Senate we've seen in we ages. Could, we so could this see, is our we chance. could see Lindsey Graham retire and go home to fuck prostitutes like he wants to do. Yep. 
I mean, yeah. that would be so wonderful. If this was the end... Okay, so Ted Cruz isn't up for re-election. Boo. But Mitch McConnell is. Yay. Lindsey Graham is. Yay. That would be wonderful. If I can just get Lindsey Graham and, and, and Mitch McConnell the fuck out of the Senate... Uh, I would be, and if, even if the Senate didn't completely if, flip, I'd be like, well, at least those assholes are gone. If fucking Turtle Tywin Lannister, a.k.a. Mitch McConnell, was removed from the Senate, that would be one of the best things that could ever happen to America. That guy is a fucking feckless Ivanka. Like, no, he, he's, that, well, that's the thing. He's not a fucking, you had it right when you called him Tywin Lannister. Uh, although we, we should not use Game of Thrones reference anymore because that Game of Thrones, the last two seasons were basically the Donald Trump of fucking popular series. They ruined everything. Uh, I, I wasn't calling him dumb as Ivanka. I was, uh, that's the, uh, what do you call it? The Ivanka is my replacement word for cunt because uh, oh, yeah, what's yeah. her face? Said, you, you know, she called uh, Ivanka a feckless cunt. So now I say you feckless Ivanka. No, he is a, fi- he's, you know, as much as we thought Cheney was evil, this guy is. This guy is pure fucking evil. Like, like he, he blocked hundreds of lower court seats that Obama was trying to appoint, just so whenever Trump came into office, he would then have hundreds of judges to appoint. And, of course, he appointed some of the worst you know, forms of scum and villainy that humanity's he, ever seen. He had the vision to uh, realize that, like, his party could win. The way his party could win would uh would not be in the with the executive or even the legislative branch but will be appointment to court seats that are open and appointment to the supreme court which could give his party an edge that they don't have anywhere else for generations which fucking brilliant tactical move and upsetting that no one else saw it and went to stop him it would have been nice but i mean like they haven't been able to stop him for a long time like you got to remember what obama was facing versus what trump is facing obama came in to in 2008 he became president with the blue senate blue house and he had two years to actually get stuff done after that the house and the senate flipped red and they never turned back the entire time he was president and then trump came into uh his presidency red senate red house and then two years later the house flipped blue but the senate stayed red uh, by even more than it was whenever he first became president. So he's had free run like Obama never had access to, uh, to just pass yeah. whatever he wanted and do whatever he wanted. We've had to deal with Mitch McConnell for eight years now as the leader of the Senate, and he has catastrophically damaged America. Yeah, you know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm waiting for this, and this is uh, something I've been thinking about. I can't wait till another Supreme Court justice dies and so the new candidate that they dig up is uh, the body of former um, uh, Supreme Court justice. I believe it was, was it Roger B. Taney? Uh, he was the one that passed down the Dred Scott decision. Oh. Wow. Yeah, Roger B. Taney. He delivered the uh, Dred Scott decision, which if uh, you know your American history, uh, Dred Scott was a former slave that had been taken to a free state and then back to a slave state. But then he argued his case saying that since I lived in a free state, Technically, am I not now free? Um, and uh, Roger B. Taney delivered the fucking thing. He goes, not only are you not free, you're not even a citizen, so you can't even be in court. And then also, if you're a black person in the United States, you're not a citizen either. So everyone go fuck yourself. Good day. Yeah, that sounds like something that uh, six members of the Supreme Court right now would agree with. Yeah, so I'm waiting for them to just dig that guy's body up fucking put him on a slab like Frankenstein in like the uh, mm-hmm. middle of the Senate, you know, reanimate him and be like, our new Chief Justice, Roger B. Taney. Yep. Yeah. So, ready for number four? Oh, yeah, yeah, number four. Number four. Trump's impeachment. Uh, Trump was oh, yeah. impeached and Why? found... 
guilty of attempting to conspire with Ukraine to rig the election in 2020. Why? I'd like you to do us a favor, when though. They, this is upsetting to me. Why, when they talk about him, do they not call him... Uh, the impeached president. The impeached president. I, they dropped that so fast. No, he was impeached. You call him by his title. Impeached. Mr. Impeached President. I have a question. <laughs> yeah, like, they really need to, like, keep hammering him on that. Just to remind everyone that he should have been removed, but as a political ploy, the Senate decided not to remove him. Yep. And, I mean, because he will not be punished for conspiring to, with foreign governments to rig the election, he just keeps doing it. And now he's probably gotten a bit smarter about doing it, so he could still be doing it and just not telling anyone. Sparse, but, I mean, mm, I wouldn't have. say smarter. I would just say uh, bolder. Yeah. It's like fucking Rudy Giuliani, who was caught by fucking Bo- uh, Borat, of all people, <laughs> trying to have sex with a 15-year-old. <laughs> I was tucking in my shirt. <laughs> Uh huh. I was tucking my shirt. It was tied very tightly around my penis. That's why I was jerking at it so vigorously for so long. Uh, fucking Rudy Giuliani. Uh, he said that he found a Hunter Biden laptop in Ukraine, oh. and that oh, the stuff I found on. And that's the only thing. That is one hundred percent the the conspiracy theory about Hunter Biden is that Giuliani is the one that says he saw the laptop. Okay, what was on it? He said that he'll tell us before the election. He's never said shit. Uh, yeah, there was nothing on it. There's probably didn't, no laptop. He just made that shit up and fucking Fox News reports on it. So now a lot of people believe it. Didn't Tucker Carlson say that he sent this stuff through the mail and it got lost and he didn't have a tracking number? <laughs> I hadn't heard about that. It's some dumb shit. Like, I think the problem is they saw how well the buttery emails, uh, the buttery mails, the buttery emails worked in 2016. They're trying to replicate everything, but they don't get that. They've already broken the fucking bullshit system. There's so much bullshit out there that there's really uh-huh. nothing you can do to change the course of the election. It is what it is. Like, I mean, there's no, like, buttery mails or any of that that's going to do any difference. Like, there's yeah. so many conspiracy theories out there that, like, throwing another one in doesn't do shit. It's like your house is on fire and you're going, like, you know what would really change this? If I threw a pack of matches in there. No, man. It's yep. fucking going. Yep. <clears throat> Damn. But, but yeah, I'd like to run around. He was impeached. Impeached, motherfucker. Oh, my God. We're getting down to the wire. Number three. This one actually isn't that bad now that I look at it, but are you ready? Yeah. Uh, he is still, I must remind everyone, the unindicted co-conspirator one from the misappropriation of campaign finances, which would have landed him in prison for spending donations for paying off porn stars were he not the president. But King Trump is above the law, so... How, does, yeah, how, does, the... how do Family Values people be like, he paid off a porn star with campaign finance money? That would have sunk anybody else, like... Uh, but for him, it's barely even a footnote. Yeah. Uh, and it is what landed Cohen in very real prison, but in his... in. in uh, Cohen, which is Trump's uh, lifelong personal, well, not lifelong, but for like 10 years now, his personal lawyer, yeah. what landed him in prison in his indictment, uh, mentioned an unindicted co-conspirator, which has been confirmed to be President Trump. Uh, they're both like guilty of this, but only one of them went to prison because the other one's president and King Trump is above the laws, I keep saying. But yeah. as soon as he's not president anymore, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's been a, it's, it's, it's been a lot of scandals. You know, I think that's what, what this is. This is really showing me. I go, man, that's a, that's a lot. Like, wow, <laughs> really, yeah. uh, really, really scandalous fucking presidency. And it just, yeah, no one cares. Well, no people crazy. do care, but yeah, 
I mean, what's crazy is that uh, I put this list together like really fast a few hours ago. I was just like thinking through what all we could talk about on this our election day um, podcast. Well, pre-election day? Uh, it's uh, it's eight forty six as I record this, so we're just like less than four hours, just over three hours till it's election day. Oh my God, be still, my uh, Jack Cameron heart. Uh, but uh, back to my point. I put this together really fast off the top of my head, so there's probably a lot of really big things that have totally slipped my mind at this point. Actually, when I'm done reading this, we should like go back to like our list of podcasts and just like look down the old titles and see if we see like shit that we've forgotten about. <laughs> just, just more like fucking like oh, and he did this, and he did this, and that, and that, and some yep. of that, and some of this. Yeah. Okay. So these last two are the most horrific things he's done. Are you ready? Um. Yes. Number two. The baby cages. Yeah, so their big argument was that was they and, and I will give them I will give them credit for this. They said uh, this 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 whole deportation thing was started under Obama, and it was. Um, but the problem is you can't be like, well, you know, the Holocaust was started under Hitler. We're just doing like no, you don't get to that doesn't make it better. And also, yeah, Obama's fucking immigration policy was a fucking absolute horrendous disaster. It was also ICE was founded under Bush, and Obama could have done better, but he was being blocked at every angle by. Mitch yeah, I don't, McConnell. I don't, yeah, I don't blame the president for everything, but I do think that uh, his immigration Trump, policy was one of the worst Trump things. Is, yes, it was. It really was one of the worst things. And even like before the baby cages, we were harping on uh, Obama's uh, handling of uh, immigration. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Trump is the one who created a specific mandate of cruelty, like where they were required to be cruel and separate families and lock babies in cages. Yeah. And so Trump kidnapped thousands of children and he murdered a lot of them, letting them die in his baby cages, being mishandled. And what is it? 585 children have still not been reunited with their families uh, all these years later. And the children that have returned have experienced severe PTSD of being kidnapped. This has been called, you know, by humanitarians, you know, this has been identified as state mandated torture yeah. and inhumane treatment of children. Well, the whole problem is, like, deterrence don't really work. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if you come to the United States and they catch you, you know, they'll separate you from your family. Yeah, well, then people are going to be like, well, just don't get caught, you know? But, like, uh, Obama was locking up in, or people that were caught crossing the border, but Obama did not say, separate their children. What you got to do is uh, pull the families apart and deport the parents. Leave the kids yeah. here. Um, and that's all because of fucking, uh, uh, you know... Uh, Darth Sidious fucking Stephen Miller, who is a fucking literal Nazi uh, in yes. the U.S. in the in the government making policy, um, mm -hmm. yeah. it was his idea. So I would say, I guess the argument for this on Trump's side would be like he's tough on babies. <laughs> you know, yep. babies have had it too easy for too long, and we need a candidate that's tough on children. Yep. Number one. So, what do you think is the most horrific thing that Trump has done? Um. Oh man. Uh, that's a tough one. I, I guess probably just letting people letting people die during the coronavirus thing and, and be like, it's not a big deal. Yep, number one, the pandemic. That's uh, that's what I have here. Uh, Trump knew how dangerous COVID was and actively encouraged people to do the opposite of what they needed to do to stay safe, thus sending his own people by the hundreds of thousands to their own deaths. Well, his Trump argument has killed a his, his quarter argument was he didn't want, Americans. He, he didn't want people to panic. I didn't want them to panic, okay? I, I want I want them to I want them to smile as they die. 
I don't want them to panic. I just want them to get a disease and die. I want um, them to die with a smile on their face, folks. Okay, and, bigly. And that's the problem. That's why so many people are like acting like fucking wearing masks is an absolute affront to their personal freedoms because the president has told them that like it's a plan to take away your freedoms and they, yeah, they they never came up with like. Uh, like the government is not leading this at all. The government's just standing back. The federal government is just standing back and doing jack shit all nothing. They have no specific plans or policies in place. They're letting the states sort of do their own things, and some states are making much worse decisions than others, and that's why the infection rate is way higher in some states than others. Uh, and what, I mean, outside of the, okay. You could say that, or Trump's argument is that there's nothing more he could have done. Well, he didn't do anything, so clearly there's more he could have done, and other countries are handling this differently, and they're having way lower infection rates. America is, what is it, are we 3 or 4%? We're 4% of the world's population, and we have 20% of its COVID cases. Yeah. So, yeah, like, we are clearly, this was clearly a fuck-up on the leadership's part, because we're doing the exact opposite of what so many other countries are doing. So, yeah, clearly he fucked this up hard. And his encouraging people not to wear a mask was the opposite of what he should have done. And him letting people reopen when they shouldn't be reopening is what he shouldn't be doing. And America should be leading the charge, fixing COVID right here. But Trump is even pulling out of, like, the worldwide efforts to come up with a cure for COVID. He's all like, we're pulling all of America's resources out of this. We're just going to do it on our own, folks. Yeah. It's, well, he got It's COVID. hard to get... And I'm really, uh, and also, I'm really sad for the holidays. He didn't just die of it. That's also really like, oh God, let him die of a fucking disease that he caused. I, I would have felt felt a bit annoyed that he never had a chance to lose the election properly if he had died of the COVID like right before the election. Yeah. But you know, all the same, it would be a relief to be done with him. Then we wouldn't be sweating bullets tomorrow as he tries to most likely steal the election. Oh, but also another thing is that uh, Obama had a pandemic response team in place just for such an occasion. And Trump, because Obama put the team together, blew the team up. And he never replaced it with anything because Trump's incompetent. He doesn't know how to lead. He doesn't do anything. He is a bully that runs up and down the beach kicking down sandcastles with no knowledge of how to actually build sandcastles himself. And if anyone asks him, he'll be like, I can build the best sandcastles, folks. Everyone says so. But, oh, the fake news. They don't want to talk about it. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, I really hoped that the plague would be a little bit more interesting, more like the stand, unless like, oh, we should all just stay in our houses and not congregate. Baby, can you dig your man? You should put that How as the opening music. Righteous man. You should put that as the opening music for this episode. We'd get a copyright strike. Really? Yeah. God damn it. God damn. Uh, certainly on YouTube. Probably not on SoundCloud. God damn copyright strikes. Like, we had one episode a while back where uh, Wesley sang a parody of um, Yakety Sax. Mm -hmm. And because I had the Yakety Sax music in the background, uh, YouTube struck it down. We got a, so, we got a Yakety Sax strike? Yeah. That's ridiculous. And the owner of Yakety Sax is like, they can't use it unless they pay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My... Gotta be dead for 70 years, thanks to uh, Walt Disney. <laughs> My father, Yakety Sax III, didn't come up with that so people could just use it freely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. so do we want to check out our old podcast titles? Uh, I just, I feel like emotionally, we're already at like, we're already almost at 60 minutes. And emotionally, I don't know if I could do it. This is, okay, so the name of our last four episodes uh, in chronological order up to the most recent one before this one was uh, Coronavirus, Coronavirus Spreads, Toilet Paper Apocalypse, uh, and Quarantine Blues. It's like, wow, this is us. I know what we were thinking about back then. Oh, before that was John Bolton's book. What the fuck was, 
Did I read that? See, I'm so that was the other thing I hated about this administration. Everybody that leaves is like, I've got a bombshell book. Buy my book. And I'm like, no one wants to read your stupid book. Oh, gross. Blood pipes. Oh, yeah. For a long time there, we started talking about other stuff. Yeah, because we were just really tired of, uh, what do you call it? Let's see, yeah. if the, let's see if the blood pipe still exists. The uh, <laughs> Muller, may I? Oh, my God. We used to have, like, fun episodes. Um, but also... Oh, Ben Carson's Oreos. What? What was that about? Probably some dumb shit that Ben Carson did. Remember when he, he stole a bunch of money um, and then, like, uh, blamed his wife? Oh, my God. Blood pipe music was really loud. <laughs> Kavanaugh triangle. Oh, yeah, because he talked about the, the devil's triangle. Oh, yeah, back when Kavanaugh, yeah, they found his fucking diary. So I will say this, man. They did. They, I was arguing with a friend once, and they go, they tried, they ruined that man's life. They, you know, they raked him over the coals. I go, yeah, but that's what you do if you're a fucking Supreme Court justice. You literally have every piece of your life examined. If you don't want the job, then don't do it. Exactly. Like, but also we I'd... need to know who this person is before they get a lifetime appointment to create the law of the land. But also, I love that no one was like, dude, no, the devil's triangle is not a drinking game. It's two dicks, one chick. Like, uh-huh. like come on, man. Like, fucking, this is why I just want to be a senator, so I can be like, excuse me, uh, that is not what the devil's triangle is. <laughs> uh, excuse me, senator, 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 uh, may I have the floor? They, they clap in the middle. What? <laughs> they clap in the middle. <laughs> Two dicks. That forms a triangle. Two two dicks, one chick. That's what it's about. I, I yield the rest of my time. <laughs> but, yep. So, yeah, good lord. It has been almost an hour. So, Uh-oh. damn. Also, our last several podcasts were only like 30 minutes. Like, we hopped on, we did like a quick uh, Dear Wesley, and then we jumped back off again. This is the first one where we actually went into politics in a long time. Timely, too, I think, because, you know, again, the election's tomorrow. So if you're listening to this and you haven't voted, might want to get on that, because you're probably listening to this uh, on the day of the election or after it. Oh, yeah, you and should, if it's over, then... You should, you should release this immediately, buddy. <laughs> you should get to editing. Yeah. Um, oh, I got some yep. more bad news for you. Uh, oh, no. A Pennsylvania bakery's uh, election-themed cookie poll is now showing a clear frontrunner with Trump cookies outselling Biden cookies by a margin of almost six to one. Oof. Like, I mean, orange cookies look delicious, though, right? Yeah. Um, Better than the pearly white cookies. <laughs> I wonder if they're whites-only cookies. <laughs> uh, those and would that, be the Trump cookies. And that's why they're selling so well. Ah, uh, could be, could be. Um, I mean, I, don't, I feel weird that we're in a point where we're putting our faith in a cookie poll, but, like, it's 2020. I was looking at Halloween masks earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, fucking, it's 2020. What the fuck else do you expect? The worst fucking year that's ever existed. No, I mean, there were probably worse years, but this is definitely... I mean, the Civil War was a pretty bad year when half the country tried to kill the other half over slavery. Did you know the... uh, They've actually had, um, what do you call it, polls out that shows that uh, anxiety in America right now is greater than it was in the times of the Civil War. That's weird. Although I, I want to know. I, I, I don't, I don't know how they tested it back then, but that's what, that's what they say. How do you get a, that people today are more anxious than they were back then? How do you get a poll going in 1860? Well, also imagine the Civil War if you also had Facebook. Oof, the reason that would be the rough. reason anxiety was a little bit different back then was because like it would be weeks, uh, maybe months before you heard something. It wasn't like every day like Fox News going, ah, the Union. Uh, today the Union wants to take your slaves. And have them fuck your wife. Here's uh, here's Janine Pirro to tell you why they want slaves to fuck your wives and daughters. 
<laughs> the president nothing. Yeah. Thank you, Janine. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I think those, and I blame that for a lot of the stuff we're in now is is the social media algorithms that go, oh man, did mm-hmm. you like Q Anon conspiracy videos? Well, look, here's all of them. Watch them all the time. Hey, the first time I saw QAnon, I just sort of dismissed it offhand as complete nonsense, and now the president supports them, so goddammit, I have to actually learn more about them. The algorithm like, the algorithm, does, the algorithm, never goes, hey, buddy, you've been watching some pretty crazy stuff. Why don't you take a break and drink a glass of water? Yeah. Uh, it sees what you're doing and goes, hey, would you like to buy a bunker? Like, it just, yeah, like capitalism is just trying to upsell you on all your crazy I mean, conspiracy theories have been around forever. Like, after 9-11 happened, I read uh, David Icke's book, like, Through the Looking Glass, what really happened on 9-11, and thought it was, you know, interesting, but I didn't put that much stock in it. It was just, like, one guy talking about lizard people. And so, you know, you'd read it like fiction. It's a fun read. But now QAnon is just, like, all over the place, and no one actually took the time to sit down and write a book about it. So it's just like a series of people yelling at YouTube cameras. I love conspiracies. I do. And that's one of the things I've talked about many times that makes me angry. One of the things that makes me personally angry about... um, Right now, the way things are going, they've ruined good conspiracy thought. And like, it used to be very interesting. You would discuss, you know, what really happened to Kennedy, or like, you know, some like very real conspiracy stuff. And now it's just nutty, fucking like Trump is flying around the world fighting pedophile vampires for real. That's your fucking. <laughs> that's the head of your action movie. This fucking clown that can't walk up a hill. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh my god! I just found my uh, my notes for episode one hundred and seven. <laughs> holy shit i was just like looking at my desktop i'm like what episode 107 and i clicked on it I'm like holy shit oh my god this has uh eat bleach news i wonder what that was about oh that was probably when uh trump said you could shoot yourself yeah. up with bleach <laughs> and some people uh some people actually called the center for disease control and asked them if that not cdc they called poison control and asked them if that was a thing they should do and they're like no you know if i was poison control i'd have a really hard time telling them no i'd be like hold on hold on <laughs> Are you, uh, who are you voting for in the presidential election? Trump? Okay, yeah. uh, maybe. maybe. Uh, if Trump says you should do it, then you should take his advice if you're going to vote for him. If you're going to vote for him, you should listen to him 100%, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, the coffee's calling, and it's 9 o'clock. I hear that coffee calling, toss salad and scrambled eggs. So, well, uh, we, should, we, should, we should definitely write a concession speech for the election. We should do a short episode tomorrow uh, after the election, like either a concession or a celebratory, like, hey guys, I'll be drunk after the election, but I can still write something. Or maybe then. the next day we'll do a, the, 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 the whenever mm-hmm. the next day we'll, we'll write a, we'll write a short, like, congratulatory or like, all right, everybody, tighten your helmet straps because the next four years are really going to suck. I will say for anyone that's listened this far that um, what you need to know about the election tomorrow, and this is something that people can hear this podcast in the next several days, and it'll still be useful to them. You're not going to know at midnight who the next president's going to be because they, this will take us probably at least two weeks to like really count all the votes because like 60% of all the votes this election happened, you know, through mail-in ballots because of the coronavirus, right? Yeah. So most of the people voting will be on election day will be Trump voters because they're not afraid to go and vote in person, which is going to wipe out a whole lot of future Republican voters. But, you know, 
so it's going to look like Trump's way ahead at the end of tomorrow, and it's going to scare the shit out of you. But then as more and more mail-in ballots come in and get counted, you're going to see the blue shift as uh, Joe Biden pulls ahead everywhere. And it's going to feel so much better. All I know is I hope the next virus is smallpox. I think it was uh, West Wisconsin was uh, the only state that will not be accepting mail-in ballots after election day, which is fucking bullshit. That means if you mailed it in several days before the election day, it ceases to count if the mail was slow. Yeah, I'll tell you something uh, about the mail. And, I ordered a package and the post office fucked it up and held it for two weeks. I just got it today. Yeah, and guess who's responsible for that um, atrocity, of uh, a- that anti-democratic atrocity? That's right, Kavanaugh. That's the one thing he's done is block them from uh, being able to accept votes after Election Day. But that's the only state he managed to uh, pull that off in. And basically, Kavanaugh decided to lead the charge of all the Trump-appointed SCOTUSes to uh, try and rig the election in Trump's favor, realized he was the only one doing it, and just sort of backed off after the first thing he did. Which is interesting because, like... He needs to realize, dude, you're a Supreme Court justice. You don't have to do anything for this idiot anymore. Like, you can actually sit back and, like, he's still doing that thing where, like, he, he thinks that, like, you know, he owes... Like, that's a great thing about the Supreme Court justice is people generally, after a while, it occurs to them, like, oh, I, I don't have to be political. Like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. So, anyway, fuck Kavanaugh, fuck Trump, uh, fuck his whole family, fuck Mitch McConnell, uh, fuck that... Uh, little fucking pipsqueak from South Carolina, Lindsey fucking Graham. Uh, fuck them all. Um, I hope they're out of a job after tomorrow. Me too. Oh, and again, it's going to be a while. It's going to be scary. Like, remember how terrified you felt on election night this time four years ago? Imagine feeling that for like two weeks to a month. Oh, no, I don't even... That's what we're facing I don't here. even care about that. I'm just interested in the Senate, man. The Senate's what I'm going to be looking at. That's also going to take that long to count. Fucking goddamn it. Yeah, yeah. All the votes are going to be coming in that gradually. I wonder... So... Oh man, this is tough. T- tighten your belt strap. This is going to be a nightmarish four this weeks. Is, this is tough because I can't, I can't take four weeks off of work to just stay drunk. <laughs> uh, me either. I got to go and talk to these Trump supporters too. God. Yeah, well... Good. Like, that, that's part of my job is I got to go and interview these assholes. So it's like, God damn it. So it's really going to be in my face. But tomorrow, I have specific plans to be hammered because i have like some some people that can play games with online and just forget about being alive yep, i'm definitely gonna imbibe i think i'm just gonna play witcher for several hours yeah around i might uh start messaging you on facebook whenever we get to near the end of the night just because you know i'm gonna look i'm gonna peek right and see how yeah. things are going and if things are like horrific then we can uh scream into the void together like we did four years ago sounds great well, all right, that's, uh, that's, that's, you know, our pre-election. Stay tuned later on in the next few days for our post-election celebration, like the Ewoks, or uh, you'll see more of a The Empire Strikes Back kind of like, oh, damn, we have to go hide now. Nap, nap. Nope.